a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So, please keep in mind that we're not doctors, never claimed no, to be, it hasn't happened yet. Not, it hasn't happened, it's happened on the street quite a bit. On the street a bit, we've claimed it. We've claimed it on the street, yeah. because that's the one person. Yeah. Uh, Starbucks, I always claim it. <laughs> they go like, and Doc- your name, I go, Dr. Eugene Cordero. <laughs> uh, but we're just, honestly, on this, yeah. just a couple of dumbbells who love ourselves some fitness. Want to help you with yours, and the help can start right now. Now, let's welcome to the weight room, our friend. I can't wait. You already heard her giggle because she's the best. We love her. Fantastic stand-up. Great writer. You know, you love her. She's an Asian AF. Fucking AFer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. she's an ass fucker. Does that mean? Ass no, 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 I'm sorry. I messed up. <laughs> Jenny Yang! AS. What the fuck just are you a, talking about? A, like as, as fuck. Not this was not the fuck. podcast I was anticipating, no. honestly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> was that weird? Weird, weird turn for Eugene to I talk don't about. I think like, so. I was a duck. Pegging at the top of the no. show. <laughs> it was Jesus one Christ. single ass. Usually we warm up to the uh, it was a profanity. Single. It was a single right ass. to the ass play. You Listen. know what I mean? I think we yeah. no as play. <laughs> All right, as as other people. That's as play. That's like cosplay. Well, this is an incredible welcome. Thank you. Yeah, hey. wow. <laughs> we love that you're here. I, We're I'll setting keep, you up for success. Listen, I'm and... going to keep on explaining because I have nothing to hide. <laughs> okay. I'm happy with myself. Okay. Fucking all the time. I'm so happy with myself. Okay. Dude, I am so happy to be here because usually for comedy people, we never talk about fitness. I yeah, know. I love of, it. Yeah, that was kind of the... Uh, yeah, the, that's the inspiration. And as like, you know, and as a performer, like we're standing in front of people all the time and we don't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And we get made fun of amongst our peers for talking about it sometimes, yeah. too. Do you? Sure. Yeah, a little bit like where it's just like, oh. For being bros. Yeah. Yeah, bros are like, oh, what are you eating? Or, you know. St- yeah. Stanger's, Stanger's ordering a salad. Sunday's meal prep. Yeah. 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 Oh, this is not a Eugene's eating window, so I guess he's not going to fucking hang out with us. Yeah. Oh, he's got to go hydrate. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I have recently, like, went out to lunch with somebody like, is this the right time? Is this like within your window? I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's when I scheduled it, so you don't need to have to ask yeah. me. They check with you like they're checking if uh, on your sobriety. Like yeah. they're like, is it okay that yeah. I drink in okay? front of you? <laughs> is it okay to eat food past 10 p.m.? Yeah, I'm gonna get a little parm on this. Is that gonna fucking trigger you? All right. <laughs> You're eating a plate of pasta, but I'm gonna get parm on mine. Is yeah. that okay? Um, hi, Jenny. Hi. Great to have you. I'm excited. Yeah. We've never met before. It's no. nice to meet you and hang out. Yeah, fun I, to talk. I read your, your bio on the online and, you know, you were a, a Cal football player. Yeah. I hate talking oh, about it, but I'm glad. You hate it? No, I'm glad that you brought it. No. <laughs> that's all he talks Trust about. me. That's all. That's like, you must listen to the one episode that he doesn't talk about it. And I'm sure you just skipped over when he was talking. No, listeners love hearing my nope. old football stories. Not even close. <laughs> Well, because I, I played actually volleyball in high school and college. Did you really? Oh, I did. Cool. And Where'd so you... it makes me, it gives me, it's like this slice of who I am that I feel like I'd never get to sort of talk about yeah. until oh. this podcast. Wait, wait, so wait, where'd you grow up and stuff? Okay. So I was born in Taiwan, came uh-huh. to um, Southern California, rose me to be precise. <laughs> Walnut Grove. Shout rose out me to Walnut Grove. Walnut Grove. <laughs> 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 
Well, not grow. Um, when I was five years old, and then my dad moved to, well, we moved to LA because he worked for China Airlines, so we wanted to be closer to LAX, so we moved to Hawthorne. That was not cute for this immigrant family. <laughs> yeah, right. And then we moved to Torrance, and that's where I grew up mostly. Okay. Oh, Torrance. Oh, Torrance, cool. big suburb of LA County. Sure. Um, lots of Asian Americans, Latinos, black folks, some white folks, and it was very diverse. But a great diverse area. Yeah, like, yeah. like it's, it's like Southern, it's like California diverse, which is like, it's a mix. It's like brown and, and white as well as black and Asian. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I felt like when I went to school on the East Coast, in a smaller arts college uh, called Swarthmore outside of Philadelphia, and I felt like, oh shit, East Coast racial dynamics is much more black and white. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Literally. it just, it was yeah, very, yeah, yeah. it was very like, cultural like yes dissonance yes. yeah so that's that's how i grew up and uh-huh. then yeah i went to school on the east coast played a little volleyball wait but and so let's go back to so you find the bulk of your adolescence is in torrance yes okay in torrance so near, torrance like, south la proper southwest kind of like near south, the beach it's yeah. like i lived on the border of redondo beach and torrance okay. yeah I, when I first moved out to L.A., <clears throat> I lived with my grandma who lived in Palos Verdes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That's yes. where I went for Chinese school. Oh, cool. All right. So very close. Yeah. yeah. You went to Chinese school growing up? Yeah. I went to like weekends Chinese school uh-huh. for like three years. And you, we had to drive up from Torrance up to the hills of Palos Verdes, which is very posh and nice. It's very nice. There yeah. are stables there on that peninsula. Yeah, fucking people riding around horses and shit. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> Your aunt, who was it? Uh, no, my grandma. My grandma. Grandma, even worse. grandma's loaded. Great. Even, yeah, oh. even worse, an older white lady. <laughs> Gra- well, listen, grandma got in early. Oh, yeah. she did? Oh, so, that's true. That's possible. Yeah, so my grandparents, they they moved from the East Coast because my uh, grandfather was in like aeronautical engineering. Yes. So it's like South Boeing Bay. and all that stuff is in the South Bay. Yeah. Yeah. And so they got advised. They're like, you should look at, uh, no joke, you should look at Pacific Palisades yeah. or Palos Verdes. Yeah. And they were like, ooh, okay, we'll just. They just picked one out of a I mean, hat. It started with Palace. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Palace. But either That's one, they couldn't go. have gone wrong on. They bought their house for like 60 grand oh, or something. Crash. And then, oh, know, my God. Who knows what it's Amazing. worth now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so I lived with her. Yeah, so it's just an interesting, you don't even think about it as being a part of Los Angeles. Oh, almost. yeah. It's like just way out in the middle of nowhere, you know. Yeah, it's definitely more of the beach culture, right. kind of like South Bay area. Um, but yeah, that's where I grew up. It was wow. awesome. Wait, do you have siblings? I have two older brothers. Uh-huh. They're like 10 years older than me. I was okay. an accident baby. Okay. And uh, that's so, why people are like, are you an only child? I'm like, yes, my person- personality might say so. <laughs> 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 but the, truly, I am actually the youngest. Yeah, the youngest. Uh, and both brothers are older. Yes, they're like 10 years old. Now, were there sports in the household and yeah. stuff growing up? Uh-huh. Oh, for sure. Um since I had two older brothers and yeah. a mom that wasn't very like extra makeup femme lady, um, it was just a, a lot of me being around my bros being bros. Like, yeah, we had a half court uh, basketball hoop in our backyard. Okay, and they played tennis at hi- in high school, okay. like on the tennis team, the high school team. And so, like every ball involved in sport, they've taught me how to like throw it. it or hold it. And because they're like, you're not gonna throw like our girl, sure. You know, from whatever. when you were young too, probably because oh, totally. you're like five years old and they're 15, so they're <laughs> yeah. they're in the thick of it. Yeah. So yeah. they you know? taught me how to throw a spiral. They taught me how to shoot a jump shot or a free throw correctly. Yeah. They th- taught me how to throw a, a baseball correctly. Right. Yeah, and I uh, loved it. it yeah. Was the right grip for like tennis. What else? So you're an active kid. I was, yeah. And yeah. I loved Lakers because it was like the heyday. Sure. You know, like when I was a tot and it was like, 
you know, like magic and everyone. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And, um, oh. and, and we love Chick Hearn. My parents didn't understand it, but Chick Hearn, who was the narrator, he was the sports yeah, yeah, yeah. Broadcaster. announcer, broadcaster yeah. for LA Lakers. We would like do what a lot of Southern California kids would do. We would turn off the TV, but turn on the, like the audio well, the for the volume TV. down on the TV. Yeah, exactly. Chick and turn Hearn on the so radio. Yeah. 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 And I loved his use of language. I used to like call my own shots, pretending I was playing oh, in my backyard. Yeah. yeah. So Jenny Yang's at the top of the key. Uh, she does an alley you score, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, Boom, she's, shakalaka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Popcorn machine, all of the, all oh, of the like man. amazing like Chick Hearn isms. That's great, yeah. Because we had good ones for LA, Vin Scully and Chick Hearn yes. and all that. Yeah, those are good times. Yeah, uh, LA should have the best. I mean, it's like you know, entertainment, entertainment, yeah, it's a huge market, totally. Yeah. So, and you got to keep the entertainment people entertained, right? So yes, you got to do it. Yeah, yeah. So that's that was me growing up. I was kind of a tomboy and. Um, so yeah. your parent and so your parents, uh, they're acclimating to Los Angeles in the United States. Are you now? Do you guys assimilate pretty quick? Or I mean, you know, <laughs> assimilation's a big old other conversation. But like, yeah. my mom still doesn't. She doesn't drive. She doesn't really speak to people in English. She understands a lot more English. Like she understands enough English to pretend that she doesn't understand English, but still know what you're talking about. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be like, mm, I heard that. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. um, That's what I would my do. mom. Yeah, my mom was a garment worker, so like she wasn't good at English, so like that limited her job stuff. So she was like working on the table, you know, piecework mm-hmm, uh, yeah. at a sewing factory. My dad, he was good at English, but only on paper. And so in the end, like I was like the fastest to like learn English. Right? Yeah, you like were as so, a five year old, right? You know? Yeah. And so I was straight up like eight years old talking. Talking to like the lady at Ralph's about returning something, you know, at the grocery store. Just like communicating for everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a classic immigrant kid story yeah. of like, you know, awkward conversations with the doctor being like, yeah, mom, uh, let me just double check your, uh, uh, relationship history. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> When God. was the last time you had your period? Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, pretty quickly, my brothers were able to. You dad regularly, or what's going on? <laughs> yeah. They gotta know, mom. They gotta know, mom. <laughs> Look, See, I'm six, What's right? fucking, I'm eight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know, and all the bell babies that are listening to this. I said, as fuck earlier, as a fun thing. I didn't actually talk about Jenny Yang's parents fucking <laughs> each other. So that's on you, Stanger. <laughs> I my I was completely abstract. No, no, I'm no. Just, no yours just, was right on the ball of what she no. was already explaining was a weird situation. Use, and we get it. I didn't we use get, Jenny's we, voice. I I like completely. completely. We, but the thing is, we got it. We already got it before you got into the details, and we didn't. I'm need trying to, to make hear yourself it. look better I'm after just your disastrous you know. opening to the show. <laughs> We're already on our way to greatness. Yeah. Just to clarify, I'm Asian as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As fuck. Yes. Okay, okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, Jenny Yang cleans up again. (laughs) It's weird. Do you need me here every time? Is this what we need to do? We need you for every episode just to make sure that we're... Clearly. Uh, so, so, so as like, as an American kid, like, so what do you do? How does food look? Or do you guys go out to eat a lot? Oh, I grew up eating just Chinese food growing up. Just Chinese food. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Every day. And then when I like ate like school food, it was a, uh, it was a freaking revelation. Was it, was it good to eat school food or were you happier eating the food at home? I loved eating food at home. Yes. Uh, to me, school food was exotic. Yes. Cause we had things like chalupa pie. 
It's Southern, it's Southern California, weird, like school what food, it, which was what <laughs> Chalupa pie was like, like a, what you would call like a, like a rectangular taco boat. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a taco boat yeah, yeah, with yeah, like yeah. slightly upturned edges. It wouldn't be seaworthy, but it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, and then in like a bunch of like pellets of like, do you remember Mama Celeste pizzas, microwave pizzas? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like those, pe- those sausage pellets. Okay. Okay. With that like was like cheese. the ground beef. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. But it was a pellet. <laughs> I mean, the fact that humans, like kids were eating pellets was insane. Like as soon as she said pellet, I knew exactly what it was, and then I immediately got grossed out by it. For a moment, I was like, mm, yummy pellets. And then I was like, it is a pellet. It's gross. It's like a sausage pellet yes. swimming Ugh. in like a layer of like coagulated cheese. It's delicious. Okay. I was like, this is amazing. America, yeah. this is what I was here for. Okay, okay, great. You know what I mean? And uh, weird like sloppy joe type stuff. Sure. Yeah, like the school, burgers, the weird school lunch. Crinkle fries. Food, yeah. yeah. But approximations home, of those, mm-hmm. whatever they're trying to do. But at home, are you eating a pretty balanced oh, Chinese sure. yes. meal? To me... Because real Chinese food is so, so balanced and so good. So and it's light, yeah. And break that. Light. So break that down, because I, I would have guessed that a lot of our listeners only know what they're seeing in like Chinese restaurants, right. which is right. like an Americanized totally. version. Of, or yeah. fast food versions or of fast it. Or fast food versions. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as someone who grew up eating Chinese food, um, the, I think the best reference would be like, you know, when you just want a simple meal to call it a meal, what do you do? You probably pull out a turkey sandwich. Right? right? Maybe lettuce, maybe not. Right. Little mustard, mayo, you're good. For me, the elements of like a basic Chinese food is just, is there some kind of salty meat protein? Okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Or egg protein and like a, a stir, lightly stir fried green okay. and rice. Literally, that's it. Like that to me is like the most basic element. So the rice so, so- is just the bread. Yeah. The sauteed, the sauteed. Veggie is usually the tomatoes Spinach, and broccoli, and, whatever. Right. But it would know? be like the tomatoes and lettuce on a sandwich. Yeah, usually with garlic. Maybe not even garlic. You're just yeah. steam frying it. Right. And then uh, fucking like, you know, a, 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 a staple is called, they call it red braised pork. Yeah. yeah. Right, which is a soy sauce basically with five spice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it's like uh, pork shoulder or whatever cut into cubes. And you freaking just, you know, pop that on your little rice, a little saltiness, a little, little, greens that's it yeah and to me that's actually like not that it's like pretty basic and healthy it's not greasy you don't yeah. have to eat all the grease it's just i mean especially since you're um so you're, you're having a starch and a and, protein and yes. a, and a and vegetable and, yeah. and a leafy green it's usually totally. a leafy green yeah um asian cuisine and especially and you're trying to rhyme it up no nah, man i always are we rhyme rhyming are we rhyming i'll always rhyme up my leafy green <laughs> You know what I mean? Asian cuisine. Asian. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Anywho. <it's- laughs> no, yeah. Like, you know, whenever um, a regular ritual is me taking my mom to 99 Ranch Supermarket, which yeah. is where we get Asian groceries. And, there you go. Yeah. Is it Ranch 99 or 99 Ranch? It's 99 Ranch. Okay. God damn it. This Just, was a controversy it was. that set it was a very, Asian Twitter ablaze. It, it did. It was a big Asian controversy. <laughs> and I was like, it's 99 Ranch. It's obviously 99 Ranch. And people were like, nope, because it's on top of each other. It looks like it could be Ranch 99. Yeah. And they just put the ranch at the bottom. I don't get it. Yeah, no. Anyway, anyway, definitively. 99, 99 Ranch. Ranch. So, yeah, I mean, and the staples that we would always get is like a piece of fish or pork from the meat area. And tofu, always tofu, uh-huh. Make, using tofu for whatever, always. 
Um, and then vegetables, fresh, green, leafy green vegetables. That's it. So that's like that to me is normal eating. Yeah. And so now people have all these eating trends. And I'm like, I don't know what y'all doing. Yeah. <laughs> and and the people don't understand how easy it is to pan fried steam oh my a God. vegetable. I don't own a microwave, you guys. It's so fast. It's so fast. To just cook some shit. <laughs> it's to crazy. Steam, just steam some shit. Steam just something. Toss some steam it. water. Right. Cover it up. All Holy do, shit. And you can use Fire and water, guys. <laughs> it's the most that's, basic. That well, it's crazy. Like you, you, you got to use a, a fucking NASA fucking microwave. All you need is a pan. Yeah. yeah. You turn the pan up to high. Yeah. So it's fucking hot. Yeah. You rinse off those veggies, those leafy greens. You rinse them off, so they're still kind of wet. You don't yes. use you don't use a um, a colander or whatever. You just yeah. rinse them off, so then they're as wet as they're going to be. You throw them in there. You put a cover on it. That's going to steam. And pan fry them at the same time for like fucking quick. Yeah. I feel like this, this goes to something I was thinking about when I was listening to your podcast. I was like, well, you know, when you talk about fitness, the thing I struggle with the most is like the logistics of it. Yes. Right. Of just like, how do you just manage your freaking life right. so that you can eat well and be fit Such a- and still live? Like, it's like little shit like that. Yeah. Like little tips that, you know, I feel like some people don't even know. Yes. Yes. To yeah. just... A little bit of a blueprint, simplifying yeah. things, Because if it's not this big, like, okay, everybody's on the keto diet, everybody's yeah. <laughs> doing CrossFit, and this yeah. is the way to do it, then it's like that, it's so hard to go then, but those two things are not the thing I want to do. How do I maintain a healthy lifestyle yeah. of eating well and exercising and not feeling like it's this thing that's going to, you know... Well, yeah, and like everybody's got a different piece of the puzzle, yeah. you know, and that's that's the tough thing too. So we're, you know, we talk to people about food prep, which has been great for a lot, of, but some people that like have no uh, no fundamentals in cooking, yeah, it's fucking, it's yeah. it's un, it's unclimbable hill, yeah. you know, because it's like shit. I don't. This is so hard. I might so as well hard. go to you know Jack in the Box or whatever. Right. right yeah. Right, yeah. No, I grew up. I grew up next to my mom watching her cook, and so I have a love of cooking. I have a love of like good food and fresh food and yeah and, and because we were kind of far from like all the where the Taiwanese folks were out here in San Gabriel Valley um it was not as like easy to just go into a restaurant to and eat Taiwanese yeah. food yeah like my mom would like look at the Chinese newspaper and just like cook stuff up and teach herself how to like make all the different like Chinese and Taiwanese like oh, pastries cool. and food so like I actually grew up making I know how to make like pot stickers and dumpling skins from scratch and like wow. she's made noodles she's made like moon cakes like Everything. That's very cool. Yeah. And I think, yeah, so it's like, I don't know, like when I think about it, it's like, wow, I feel so blessed that like yeah. I got some basic fundamentals. And then like doing sports also, you know, taught me to like, oh how to shit. Stay active. How to push yourself. Like, no, totally. That's yeah. exactly the thing. It's like, you know, like when, when I had my fitness goes, comes and goes in terms of intensity, but like, um, whenever I think to myself, oh yeah, I want to get fit. I always have the muscle memory of knowing what it felt like to compete. To, to push myself to yeah. like where real where the, what's good pain and what's bad pain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Because I had friends that like I would go hiking with and I'm like, girl, you, I don't know why you're complaining so much on this very light Griffith Park hike. Yeah. When you are way more capable. Right, yes. You know, you ever do a throw more. up workout, mama? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, I, I always was like, oh yeah, I forgot that, that like some people, they don't know. Good pain. Yeah. Yeah. 
so anyway, this is not to say that I'm an expert at this, but it just, I always like try to think like, oh yeah, I should feel comfortable knowing what I was capable of before. Sure. It's good to take inventory of what you, what you got, you know, what you, what, what skills you have. I, as a trainer, like I would get, you know, you forget that too. And so, you know, get a call from clients that would say like, I'm, I'm really sore. Like what's wrong? I'd be like, that's how it is. That's how it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the party, babe. (laughs) Uh, you know, so you kind of like have to like talk them. That's through. how you talk to them. Yeah, welcome to the party, babe. <laughs> hey, babe. Hello, hello. This is your coaching style. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, baby, baby, hey, babes. What do you need, babes? I'm on. Uh, I'm in a tootsie roll on a fucking uh, a jet. Yeah. What do you need? Uh, but like right now, I'm sweating because yesterday was my first time really working out in a while, and so like I have the afterburn of like even the oh, day yeah. after because sure. I'm like kind of not perfectly in shape right now. But metabolism still, still yeah. cooking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like crushing it. That's great. Well, we let's can cool it down in here. Yeah, we can cool it down a little bit. It's just me. Okay. Literally, it's just me. We can cool it down, me. babe. <laughs> it's just, we're in Stangers. We're staring. If that's your yeah. coaching style, yeah. I don't know if I want to be yeah. your client. A, I'll take a pass. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, two more uh, sets, Come on, babe. toots. Yeah. Hey, baby girl, do yeah. me a favor. All the way down. Boom, boom, right up. Right back up, baby girl. Honey, honey, you oh, got to no. stretch, honey. You got to <laughs> stretch. Hey, smile, right? Hey, look at them gams. <laughs> Um, Fucking smile! What is this a funeral? <laughs> Jesus Christ! God, that's the worst. Can you uh, smile for me, babe? Oh my God! Uh, yeah, the worst. My skin is crawling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, People have like thrown their iPhones across the street. But here's here's um, an aspect to this which I love to yeah. talk about is you grew up in a household that does a lot of cooking at home, so you were raised watching yep. cooking, cooking. Yep, and. Eating a balanced meal yes. at home. So was everybody in your house relatively fit and healthy? Um, I think... I have to burp. I just ate, La- drank LaCroix. Yeah. That's <laughs> what we do to our kids. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we do, babes. Keeps you vulnerable. <laughs> uh, the, nobody is safe with the LaCroix. <laughs> no, um, I relatively, I would say, you know... Um, I grew up with two older brothers sure. and we ate a lot of junk food outside of that. So like we ate Chinese food, but like once we discovered American yes, junk food, of course, um, within reason, because my parents are very tight on the purse string. So like we would go and buy like mama Celeste microwave pizzas. We would buy cheap Neapolitan ice cream and white wonder bread, but like we would put the ice cream in between the bread and make our own like white bread sure. ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> we bought King's Hawaiian rolls. Oh, yeah. This is before it was like proliferated across the country. We'd buy those rolls. We, we discovered butter. We're like, oh fuck, butter's great. <laughs> yeah. We stuck like two whole thick slabs of butter in each roll, microwaved it, zapped it for like 15 seconds. I'm like, sure. holy shit, this is delicious. Yeah. Like we ate, oh my God, the most unhealthy thing was I could, I used to be able to polish Doritos, uh, like a bag of Doritos by myself. Cause I was trying to keep up with my brothers. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, we used to, uh, eat chicken nuggets, frozen big bag of chicken nuggets. We would kill a whole big family size of chicken nuggets. We would dip it in you guys. I can't believe we did this fucking is it Russian dressing? Thousand Island Thousand and Island. ketchup. We would mix Thousand Island and ketchup, and I would just go nugget for nugget with my 10-year-older than me, 10 years older than me brothers. Yeah. Wow. Watching whatever sports they were watching. Sure. Like, <laughs> you were one of the dudes. I was, but, so I was chubby, so I was a chubby little girl. Yeah, but that's and, because you got, you were eating like a 15-year-old boy who was, <laughs> you know, who was playing sports, and you were, you know, 
Thousand, five years old. Thousand Island doesn't it already have, have a ketchup, ketchup and, component yeah. too? Yeah. I guess ketchup mixed with something. But you need a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. more, more yeah. sugar. Yeah, more yeah. sugar. Yeah, no. But yeah, so but okay, but so we were. I was overweight at some point. My second brother got a little more overweight, and now he's trying to like lower his his thing. My parents, they were overweight at some point. And then like the doctor said, you're going to kill yourself. So they like, my dad like started eating like vegetables for breakfast. Got it. And, so, yeah. So it wasn't the meals. It was the snacking between meals. It was. And also, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but like, I know for my family, you know, we, there's no substance abuse, but I think if we had a substance that we abused, it, it was, was probably food. food. Yeah. yeah, Because we, you know, we're not a real close family. It was a very stressed out immigrant family. Yeah. And so that did not communicate. And, uh, and I think the only thing that kept us together was food. Food. And so, sure, you know sure, what I mean? Sure, so sure. like, you know. It was a comfort for the family. Yes. Yeah. And we were very much like, you know, you know, my parents are much older. They're like, my dad's much older than my, like 20 years older than my right, mom. Right, because you're 10 years behind your I was brothers. A, you know, I yeah. was an accident. My mom had me when she was older. So my dad's like, was like in his like a senior citizen by the time he was like qualified for AARP by the time I was like in middle school. Got it. And so, um, you know, he, culturally we were a little bit distant already mm-hmm. and um we were very much like they were, they came from a scarcity mode you know they're yeah. like yo you're gonna finish your food sure see that one grain of rice you know you always tell stories about grandma grandpa with shit they would say if you did certain things that were not good with etiquette like there's little things like you know if there's a plate of food in the middle because it's family style right um and you're you're the youngest you don't you're not the first one to reach for the food or the meat uh you know don't pick at the meat away from the vegetables, you take the whole thing, you know what I mean? Like there's these little things of like etiquette that was like born out of, I think like scarcity and like hunger (laughs) and just respect for elders. And so, yeah, like, you know, you got to finish everything. And so that was our way of bonding and culturally, but also as a family. And I think we, we um, were chill with that. Like we didn't spend a lot of money for other things, but if it was food, it was cool. It was like, okay, let's have this. And, you know, you had it and you finished it. Yeah. yeah. And so I think for me, you know, I, you know, we were stressed out little immigrant kids. My brothers d- were doing well in school because they got here when they were like 15. And, you know, it, it was a little volatile in the house. Yeah. We, but we bonded over those chicken nuggets, boy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and if, even if we weren't happy and I was like a little sad, little, like, chubby little girl. I, yo, chicken nuggets. <laughs> the nuggets got us through it. Yeah, I love it because like chicken nuggets already dicey, and then whatever giant bag you guys were getting was probably the yeah. most unhealthy double version. Fried. It yeah. was already pre-fried, and yeah, then yeah. we had to double fry it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the chemicals and those. I mean, who yeah. knows? And who like, knows? Yeah, who knows? Like we're talking like World War Two like rations of oh food, yeah, you know, like the meat from it. You know? Yeah. So who then knows? now, so so that's you growing up. Yes. In a nutshell-ish. Yes. But you're also playing sports once you reach high school and college. For sure. So, uh-huh. the, yeah, so this skill set you got from your brothers of playing sports starts to pay off in high school because you're yeah. fucking good at sports. Kind of, yeah. A little hand-eye coordination doesn't sure. help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're playing Kurt, volleyball? And- I played volleyball in high school just because my friends were doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were pretty good. We were okay, kind of middle of the pack for like a very competitive league because it's South Bay. Like we played against... All the the beach cities, which yeah. is like oh, where right. you know, yeah. fucking Mr. May Trainer and all that. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually have bonded with um, 
why am I saying Rebecca? Crazy ex-girlfriend. Uh, Rachel Rachel, Bloom? yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm like, Rebecca? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's her character <laughs> that's name. Her yeah, character. yeah. Rachel Bloom, we were on a yeah. show, we were on a, sh- a show together, and I remember talking to her about where she was from, and she was talking about South Bay, and she's like, oh yeah, I grew up in Manhattan Beach. I'm like, oh shit, that's like down the street from me. And we started talking about like growing up in South Bay and how it was very different, but like definitely where she grew up, if you kind of heard any of her interviews, it was a little more white. Yeah. But there were people like Josh Chan, you know, Asian folks and like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so it was like just tall Aryan fucking Swedish volleyball players who played club and then like some Pacific Islander heads who are also amazing. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Dominating the net, you know? Um, But we, we did okay. And then when I went to college, which is a really nerdy small arts college, my high school team could have kicked the ass of my college team. <laughs> like literally I became like team co-captain sophomore year. Like wow. it was that. That's cool. That's great. It, it's great. You College know, sports. Yeah. We got, we had lots of heart. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You <laughs> guys I, won with heart. And I spent a lot of time heckling the other team. Very unsportsmanlike. Oh, talking shit. That's great. We were it. so bad. That's yeah. We you needed any so advantage you had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get Man. into them, or did you get? Did you fuck up their psychology at all? I don't know. <laughs> I probably should have known that I needed to be a stand-up comic someday because I was like heckling people. It was like your so, earliest bits yeah. you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> What's in the news? <laughs> what? Like what do you? What, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, where are you from? Oh, weird. I go. Uh, I go. I go. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Stang and Huge here, guys. It's us. We're we're we got the tone that we're going to talk to you guys. Yeah, we, we got, got this that ad- tone where we're telling you something and also going to give you a deal. We're going to give you a deal. We're and giving this you is, well, this is deal we, tone. You, yeah, it's a deal tone. You talk down a little bit like get that. Get ready for deal tone. And also, let's get ready, guys. It's March. It's March. We're marching along here, and Ooh. you know what? Yeah, thanks. Uh, I I made that up, kind of. No, I didn't. It's been said. Anyways, if you're in March. And we're marching along with this year. We have to be focused on our supplements and our vitamins. And guys, we've talked about this. It's time to take care of yourself. It's time to use Care Of. Right, right. Care Of is this amazing vitamin company. Yeah, it's a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamins and supplements. And and they're in little individual packs right to your door. Yeah, right to your door. So this is this is the internet at its finest. Yeah. This is making it simple, making it easy. And it's springtime, guys. It's time to get into that healthy routine or continue that healthy routine that you have, you know? And you have to give yourself maybe a little bit of extra boost because we're here in the spring season. You might be sneezing a little bit. Yeah, you might get a little, little bit of a cold. Getting over those winter colds, so vitamins are going to help that. And also, you want to kickstart your summer workout routine. Now, you might be like, oh, I can't do that by myself. Well, guess what? Because we've talked about care of and going to takecareof.com and taking an online quiz that takes less than five minutes, that all you have to do is just, you know, take the fun quiz that asks you about like your diet, your health goals, your lifestyle choices. And guess what? You'll get those personalized, scientifically backed vitamins and supplements recommended just for you. Yeah. So people always ask us, what should I take? What should I be on? And it's so specific that we can't, we can't, t- there's not one size fits all. No. So care of solved it with this online quiz. They ask you the appropriate questions and then they make the call and give you a recommendation. And here's the deal guys. 90% of people fall short on the FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. Now, how does it work exactly? Well, you get a subscription box every single month delivered to your door so that, you know, 
you don't have to worry about it. Plus, you can switch at any time. Like it's it doesn't it doesn't mean that you have to be married to this this uh, these vitamins or supplements. Try them out, see how they feel for you, see how you're feeling this spring with these vitamins and supplements. Plus, change it up. Do yeah. I do I want to be with turmeric for the rest of my life? Do I? I don't know. Right now, I do, but I may not later. But am I taking turmeric every day? Yeah. Why? Because I have these daily packs. I don't have these huge ass containers. No. That I'm like, wait a minute. Did I take my vitamins today? Guess what? They're daily packs. Yeah. So that's. You, you pull the pack out, you put that in your mouth, and you're done So It's plus spring cleaning. You don't want empty canisters no. of vitamins sliding around all your cabinetry. Not sliding around, especially if you live on a boat. Yeah, They're going to slide around. <laughs> you live on a houseboat, you got this vitamin tub sliding all around on the houseboat when you're on the high seas. Yeah, see, we don't... You got a daily pack? Yeah. You have to pull into port to get that thing mailed to you. Listen, my gym bag has my daily pack in it. I take it. Pop that stuff right before I walk into the gym so that I know when I'm going to take it and um, and what day I'm taking my vitamins. I don't need that little pill pack like I'm an old man. No, come on. Yeah, that weird little, like, it's got little squares in it. <laughs> yeah. Monday, Tuesday, I Wednesday. That. You're not I'm still learning the days of the week. I'm not. Quincy is. Yeah. But I ain't. <laughs> so I should be past where Quincy is. But it is helping me out like I'm a child because I get these daily packs. But what kind of deal are you going to get? <laughs> Folks. 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins if you go to takecareof.com and enter the promo code dumbbells50. That's right. 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Five zero. Fifty percent off your first half. month. That's half, babies. Half. You go to takecareof.com, enter the promo code dumbbells50. That, you know how to spell dumbbells, two B's, two L's, and then the 50 after it, you're getting 50% off your first order. Get to it. Take now. care of it. I still love turmeric, but maybe not forever. Who knows? Um, so are you relatively in shape then all through high school and college? Yeah, I would yeah. say so. Do you yeah, guys tr- train pretty hard in college? In high school, we trained pretty tr- hard. Yeah, so in high, high school, school. is already you were. Mm-hmm. Were you doing weights and stuff yes. as a team? We and did everything? summer. We did summer training. Okay. We did double like workouts on, in the summer and like two a days. Yeah. Yeah, and like run out in the bleachers and around the track in this hot sun and Shit. just like. You know, do fucking shit. Oh man, it's just brutal. Just shitty team drills. Like, you know, oh everyone's got to. And this is for high school girls, I guess. But like, everyone's got to run. You know, a mile under eight minutes, or else for every person who didn't make it under eight, you run another lap. Oh Jesus! All right, 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 right. And, uh, yeah, Jeez. or another mile, or I forgot what it was. Right. It was like something intense. Oh, we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then there was the one slow girl, and we're like, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're trying to be supportive, but also fucking pissed. You and know? That, totally. and that girl's yeah. crying. She's crying. She never plays. She's on the bench. You know, she's just that girl. Yeah, you're like, why are you doing this? And oh then it's God. just like another mile you have to run I because know. of this person. So you yeah. have. A full eight minutes. Yes. <laughs> to just be mad at one girl. It's the worst. It's the worst. Um, that's so insane. Uh, yeah. So, so then you're. Are you eating differently in high school and college? Are you focused on your nutrition? No, not really. I feel like in high school we're just like our metabolism so sure. out of control. We yeah. just do whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. You're just but, going crazy. More, more nuggets, more ketchup, more. <laughs> no, thousand I think we. I mean, I was just eating a general 
Nothing right. extra unhealthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just kind of eating. Whatever. Not paying attention to it. And then not in college, all. are you paying attention to any of it? or Not at all at first. And then I realized, oh, having an unlimited meal plan at the dining hall is like not good for how you feel. Got for it. how we perform. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we had access to a waffle iron, unlimited ice cream. Cheese that we could sprinkle on everything. And, you know what I mean? And add access to a waffle iron. Yeah. yeah. But I, to think about. But that being said, I know that that doesn't seem like that big of a deal. But when you're an Asian kid that doesn't, you're not going to own a waffle iron. No, you're not. Yeah. You're like that one kid that you were friends with in grade school had one and you were never there for breakfast, <laughs> but you saw it. You went like, huh, what the fuck is that? That's just for waffles? That's we, just for breakfast? We never made pancakes. Like literally, I went to college and I like, I, was blown away by sure. bagel bar. Yeah. I was like, what's bagel bar? <laughs> what is this thing with this creamy concoction of protein? That's chicken salad, Jenny. Chicken, chicken salad? <laughs> what is chicken salad? <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, it's true, man. Wow. So then you show up and all of a sudden... A waffle iron? I know. Like, you're just yeah. like, this is... Waffles and pancakes. It's like, what the fuck is that? That's a crazy dessert yeah. thing that somehow like... Yeah. Made it would, to breakfast. Made no, it to totally. breakfast. It totally flies under the radar. It's like this acceptable kind of breakfast thing. No. It's probably like more sugar than like a fucking piece of cake or no, something. totally. But how can donuts be a breakfast food? <laughs> yeah. It's not really good for you. I know. Like we, you know, I feel like most Asian cultures, except modern now is a little different, but like any kind of traditional breakfast is always like a full ass meal. Yeah. Straight up protein, rice, and something else. Like I actually did um, study abroad in Japan in high school. So oh, the cool. summer between sophomore and junior year, I was in Japan and I had like a housewife, host mom. She cooked us traditional Japanese breakfast every morning. Which I rode a bike. Was what? What, what is a traditional yeah. Japanese breakfast? It was either like fried mackerel or, um, you know, some kind of tofu with uh, rice and like little pickled stuff. I would eat that every day. Holy shit. And, and miso soup. Every morning. Every morning. And then, you know, I rode a bicycle for 40 minutes to get to my school. I was fit as hell. I was, this was out of control. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, like to me, it's like not a big deal to eat like leftovers for breakfast the next day. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh man. Yeah. That was a hard. Dinner breakfast. Oh, I love me some dinner breakfast. For Trisha, it was hard for her to realize that I was like, no, no, no. I gotta, if I eat breakfast, it's gotta be a, it has to be a meal. (laughs) If you're gonna eat breakfast. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I mean, but like, like, I don't normally eat breakfast. But if I'm gonna eat it. But if I'm gonna eat it, I'm gonna eat. I want some fucking tri tips. I'll eat a burger. (laughs) I'll eat a burger at breakfast. Yo, don't even joke about that. Tri tips, I mean. No, me either. I'm the same. Like, I'll like, same thing. Well, it's once I started like eating more for, you know, exercise and nutrition. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking, what am I gonna do? Cereal? Yeah, yeah fucking exactly. Six no. years old, so I'm like out like, <laughs> but that's true. I'm like barbecuing chicken thighs. I'm like, let's fucking <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm not just gonna eat eggs and two eggs and toast. What's that gonna do? For me? Yeah. I need a fucking, I need a half a chicken, yeah. <laughs> a, a fucking a scoop of white rice, yeah, and then I'll have my two eggs. Yeah, for sure. Glass I know. of Merlot. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, full on candles. This is what we're doing for yeah, breakfast, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck, forget breakfast for dinner. I want dinner for breakfast. For sure. Yeah. I actually would really like that kind of inversion a little bit. Man. You know? Yeah, yeah like it up. eat a light little a light little dessert dinner. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's that's good. better. That that would technically be better that your first meal of the day is the most high calorie meal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like farming society kind of. Yeah. It yeah. is. That's where those 
big breakfasts come from, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah, McDonald's big breakfast comes from <laughs> farmers. <laughs> <times. laughs> I think, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Two hotcakes. Google it. <laughs> Two sausages. Google it. A hash brown square? Uh, or yeah, whatever that oval? is. Whatever um, that is. So, so then. You- so you said you changed. So you changed your food in college because it wasn't supporting what you were doing with exercise. How did that look? Um, I just stopped eating all of the like novelty of the food. Sure. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. After the first, yeah. After yeah. the first couple of years of like the like freshman fifteen, you know. I was like, did you put it on? I did. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. Sure. I was like this weird kid from, I know I was just like <laughs> yeah. weird, like loud round faced Chinese girl from <laughs> Southern California that the East coast people did not understand. Like straight up, like it was fall. And I was like wearing like my like really neon bright, like volleyball shorts with like sandals and like, Oh man. And then just fucking ponytail, <laughs> fucking perky ass ponytail. It's like, Sprinting iron over here, <laughs> sprinting through the halls of the door. <laughs> They have bagels here. Yeah. Just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Chicken salad. <laughs> We're trying to sleep. There's celery in my mayonnaise. Egg salad. Oh my God. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. And so after the initial kind of like novelty wore off, I think I just was like, oh, I got to figure this out. Like just growing up, just like being like yeah. a, in college yeah. and needing to like, how do I sleep? How do I eat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is my mental health deteriorating? How do I sleep? <laughs> How do I do this sleep? <laughs> <laughs> well, because like everyone like loves staying up late and yeah, studying and like it was a very intense college experience. And so, yeah, it was a lot. Like, you know, I went to therapy for the first time. I was like, this is, I got to figure out how to be happy on sure. my own as yes. an adult. Yeah, it was really big. But yeah, so I was glad that I went to like a smaller arts college. So then after that, you moved back to L.A.? Moved back to L.A. I spent a summer in New York because okay. all my friends were there and I just was like, my family's in L.A., but I like big cities. So yeah. I'm going to give myself this summer. Uh-huh. And I worked in New York and that was really fun um, to kind of live in public transportation city. Sure. Um, and then moved back to L.A. and like pursued a career in politics, essentially, before right. I became a oh, comedian. Yes. Yeah. So... From an exercise standpoint, you you're so your whole life you're playing sports. Yeah. High school, college. Yeah. And then when you're done with that and you're in LA, did you continue to exercise? Did you join a gym or when there was no structure, did it fall off a little? Yeah, or? no. For the first few years, I actually joined a co ed league for volleyball. Oh, so oh, you wow. continue yeah. to play so volleyball. You're staying in volleyball. Yeah, because I had a, a consistent enough of a day job where I could be like, All right, time to go. I'm a, uh, so I went out to Alhambra. Uh-huh. Where where my people reside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like in the Alhambra gym at Almanzar Court, like behind the like the R gym area. There would we would hear ping pongs going. Oh my god! Because there was like a ping pong league too. Of course. Yeah, it was it was dope. Amazing. So, it was fun. So it was like a co-ed league, and you know, yeah. it was like you know, it just depended on how competitive you like to be. I played like pickup volleyball too, like at the YMCA downtown. I was like, I'm committed. So you were you were athletic. You were staying athletic. Trying to, yeah. yeah. I played some beach volleyball for a couple of summers. Like I, I dated this guy that was like a semi-pro b- a volleyball player, and he played beach volleyball. And he like taught me how to play doubles. Wow. Yeah, it was cool. I was yeah. like, it was it was cool in like my early twenties to sure. like, still do that. And you were also pursuing politics. So yes. what, what was yeah. that? We I breezed past that, but what, what did you do in politics? Um, or first, what was the goal ultimately? I um, guess? Well, I was like a big student government nerd and I was like, mm, leadership is great. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to college and I was like, leadership skills, those are just skills. What am I leading for? And then in college, um, I was like, I am an immigrant. I am a woman of color. You know, like I had all of these epiphanies. By the way, this is her political voice <laughs> <laughs> that she's doing for us. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> mm, 
politics. Yeah. yeah. They're like, you're great. Would you just speak in your normal voice? Yeah. And you're like, no, I've I got it. Why is she auto tuning herself? <laughs> I talked to Jenny Yang when we were just hanging out. She was great. And then when the debate started, I couldn't understand yeah. half of what was happening. Yeah. She was like a villain from like a Nickelodeon <laughs> cartoon or something. You found me. <laughs> now I must destroy you. Exactly. I mean, politics did feel like that a little bit. I wanted to, you know, save the world and all that. And so, like, I worked for a nonprofit that, like, talked about Asian American Pacific Islander issues. And I did communications and policy for them. I got into this, like, fancy fellowship where we got placed in different internships in in public affairs. Okay. That was really intense, called Coro. Um, so that kept me in LA and I ended up going to grad school at UCLA for urban planning cause I had a scholarship for it. And then I did that, but I didn't really finish it because I probably knew in my heart that's what, not what I wanted to do. Yeah. You gotta but fucking love that if you're going to yeah. finish it. You know? I know I did. I did all of it except for the thesis. Yeah. Uh, because I, cause I was on this path that was like, Jenny is like, I did it in college. I, you know, I, I, I was a very student activist person. And so that was a big part of my identity. And so, and I, I, so I was sort of following this path of like, Oh, you're going to get a a scholarship to go to grad school for public affairs. You're going to go into politics. Like there was a definitely like a ladder, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a, um, a path that you were taking. Yeah. I was supposed to run for office or or staff someone who ran for office, you know, or run a nonprofit, you know? But, um, but I think the, the cracks were starting to show a little bit because during that time, I also, uh, when I went, came to LA, I started performing poetry. I did perform it in college. That was a big part of like the student of color, kind of queer student kind of communicating and organizing. And so uh, in LA, I became a part of this Asian American artistic space that would allow people to perform. And so that was also a part of what I did, um, so anyway, all that was happening, and then like I got like a job at a labor union called Service Employees International Union, uh, local seven two one. We represented about eighty five thousand public employees, so like LA County members, workers, LA city workers. So I know a lot about Southern California. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that's what I did. I like used to be like a half lobbyist, half policy person, and then Crazy. I ended up you know wearing power suits and like talking to people, schmoozing. Yeah. So, and then I, but then, and then I, but as that's happening, you're still being part of this artistic. Yes. You know, so I perform poetry. People would call me a poet. I would deny it. People call me a writer. I denied it. I was like, oh no, that's like frivolous side stuff. It's like stuff just for my like own edification, you know, like I'll make people laugh and I'll make people cry, but that's great. That's it. There's nothing, you know, and I knew I was having an impact on my identity. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but, and then I like was in my twenties because I, I moved up in the labor union of like 250 staff, became a director. I like was making like six figures. I was very responsible, supervising people over twice my age. I was stressed the fuck out. Sure. I was not working out. Yeah. Okay. Let's be real. So this is where that falls off. I was drinking a lot. I was like, because I mean like. You're just coping with stress. Yes. Yeah. As a 20 something. (laughs) Super getting, Getting put, getting put in a position of power. Yes. You, that you wanted, but you also didn't, not sure if you wanted, you're stressed out. I realized I didn't you want it anymore. You realized you didn't want it anymore, mm-hmm. so, but you were already in it. So then you start <laughs> drinking, you start eating shitty, you don't work out because you're just dealing with stress. Well, yeah. it's also, it, it harkens back to two other things that you talked about was one, going to college and not having any kind of skill set to like 
put your fucking self to bed yeah. and like this is what you should eat and this yeah. is you know just you got to figure it out totally yeah. and then also you mentioned earlier just like the overwhelming of like living a healthy lifestyle like yeah. how does that look I so know. all of a sudden you find yourself in this like busy intense high pressure job yes and it's like where does exercise fit yeah. in and all that you, you have a waffle iron at home now <laughs> <laughs> you're making good money but you're yeah. not happy yeah yeah william sonoma's you know populated <laughs> yeah. your kitchen yeah. so you got to sort all that out. Yeah. I think I had, I still had my like gold gym membership downtown. Right. And like, I would go in spurts, but it just really felt like I always had, you know, um, in terms of a fitness sort of like, um, diet, I guess, or, or, um, regimen, there was always a bottom. There was, there was always, um, I didn't have a bottom to how, much I would let my shit go. Does that make sense? So like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like nowadays, for example, I got in the last few years, I've been able to figure out, Oh, okay. Even if I don't work out for a little bit, there is a certain level of fitness that if I'm going to maintain. Right. If I go lower than this, then I, I'm, I've gone too far. But I, I gotta, would never let myself go lower right. than that now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. before a I would minimum. just completely not yeah. think about it. You have a yeah. $10 minimum. In yeah. Fitness. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like a credit card minimum. Yeah. Yeah. There used to be, now there's a bottom to how far I'll dip, but Got before it. it would just be like, what's happening? Who knows? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think my, my, you know, I was still figuring out who, what made me happy as a 20 something. I was like all these things. And then I was like, I'm going to go crazy if I don't do something. And over the years, because I performed poetry, people would be like, Hey, you're really funny. That's really funny. You're like a comedian. And I'll be like, yeah, that's funny. Okay, great. But like, I wouldn't take it in. Sure. And then finally, when I was like, uh, I need to like take my creativity more seriously because I'm unhappy. Um, I'm going to respond to what the universe tells me. Someone said that again at a party, and I go, you know what? I'm going to try stand-up comedy at the next, you know, Tuesday Night Cafe, which is the space that I would use to perform poetry in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I did it. And then it was from there that I signed up for an improv class Mm -hmm. at UCB with Eugene Cordero. (laughs) Yeah. You taught it? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. 101. 101. Wow, it was 101. 101. I literally What did you think of the huge man as a teacher? He's great. Yeah. He's a he's a good coach. Good coach, yeah. Good coach. It was a fun. Impartial. It was a fun. It was a good class. I was pretty impartial for 101. One Yeah, 101 was good. Yeah. I didn't I didn't like 301 as much for myself, but 101 I was in a weird space, but for 101 it was like a relief yeah. when I did that class. Mm-hmm. Because number 1, I looked at the UCB teaching roster and I was like, "Who am I going to sign up with? I don't know these people." And I just go, "Hmm. This guy's face, this guy's name. He looks Filipino. I'm going to sign up for him." <laughs> That's literally how I chose yeah. you. Because <laughs> you know why? Because I'm Asian ass. Ass fuck. fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I said it right. Yeah, okay. I said it right. Let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> you know how on your like podcast thing you can hit 15 seconds earlier and yeah. see if I said it right or not? You don't need to. You know no, I said it right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You said it right. I just said it right. You said it right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Hey. Hey. The way I speak Good. is the way I speak. Yeah. Hey guys, let's brush them teeth. I'm not even going to introduce. You know who you're talking to. Yeah, this is. The, I, I almost introduced this. I'm not going to do <laughs> no, it. No, we're they not going to do they it. Know. But we are using their, our mouths. Yeah. And you know what? Our mouths need to be clean. We need to brush our teeth every day, a couple of times a day. And maybe you are doing it and you think, hey, I do it well. I've focused into the new year of doing it well. You know what? It's March now. Are you doing it? Do you I know that there are four quadrants in your mouth that you're supposed to be rocking the 30 seconds each quadrant? Do you know that? I, I do. 
I do now. I didn't before. We're talking about Quip toothbrushes, guys. guys. And guess what? I until I got in deal in business with Quip, I didn't realize that I was brushing my teeth wrong. Yeah, did you realize to me? Well, guess what? There is a built-in um, pulse timer in the Quip toothbrush that. Every 30 seconds, it tells you when to switch sides. So you hit all four quadrants, and you brush your, your, brush your teeth for the full two minutes. Yeah, it's a, this is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Yeah. So it works, and it looks good. It is pretty sleek. It's I pretty love, sleek. Yeah, and it's small enough where it doesn't look like it's that big like flashlight handle. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want like a mag flashlight. No. Like, what am I, a cop? You no, know? I'm not a cop. I'm not. I'm not a doctor either. No, I haven't claimed to be either. Never. Ever, I've claimed to be a cop, but um, you know, with this toothbrush, I travel with it. It comes with a case that um, is really easy to just flip over top and also use as the travel case. Um, and you can also like put it onto your uh, your mirror. You stick it onto your home. mirror. It's got a little suction cup. You slap it on that mirror like those darts you used to shoot at the yeah. windows. Remember those? Yeah, Nerf, Nerf darts. It's not a Nerf product, but it's a suction ish. Yeah, product. we're just using that to illustrate the suction yeah. component of it. But the travel thing is huge. I used to throw a loose toothbrush in my suitcase. Yeah. That was filthy. And did it have a sensitive sonic vibration to it? No, this is a piece of garbage. Yeah, of course. Now you do. I treated it like garbage. I was treating myself like garbage. And you don't have to anymore. Not with a Quip toothbrush. Guys, they're doing it right. And you might not be changing up your toothbrush. I bet you that that, um, toothbrush that you have was in there for years. Oh, years. The bristles had completely spread themselves out. Ew, gross. They were like trying to... It looked like they were all trying to like... It was like Moses parting the sea. They were no longer friends with each other. No. Yeah. 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 No longer Menudo. Hey, listen... But I can't be expected to remember to update that toothbrush all the time. You don't even have to remember with Quip. You get that delivered to your house every three months with a new... um, uh, uh, brush head. Yeah, you get a new That's brush the head. Dentist recommended every three, three months. months. Yeah, they got they solved it for me. They did because otherwise I'm like, oh, when you know, when is three months up? I'm, I got alarms and chimes going off. I don't even know what it's for. No need for. I'm chimes. like, what is that for? It's been three months. I'm supposed to remember that. It gets to your house. You also get an email that says it's on the way. So you're like, ooh. Yeah. I'm about to get this, baby. It's one of the only emails I get. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I don't send you. I try to give you a call, and then I don't want you to call back. I just say, listen to the message. Don't call me back. Hey. But fortunately, I got Quip checking in with me. So yeah. That's <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Listen, guys. Quip starts at 25 bucks, and if you go to getquip.com slash dumbbells right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free. Yeah. That's right. For free. You get it for free, which means your first six months of brushing your teeth will be taken care of. Yeah. You get that first pack that's around 25 bucks to start, right? And then you get that refill f- pack from us for free. Do it. Can't beat them. Getquip.com slash dumbbells. You'll get that. You want me to spell it out for you? Mm, I'll try. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com. Not going to spell that out. Slash dumbbells. D-U-M-B-B-E-L-L-S. And get that refill pack. And you know what? Pay us on the back for it. You owe us, y'all. Yeah, big time. Maybe send me an email. It'd be send, nice to hear from hey, people besides Quip. Oh, email, please. Tell Buy them your, that you're happy about yeah. it. Yeah. Change your brush head, Stanger. <laughs> no, so so improv and doing stand-up was a huge like outlet for me. Sweet. Stress relief. Yeah. yeah. I was and, like, you've, oh. and you found you found yourself. A little bit. Felt like home, right? Yeah. Yeah, it felt like I had a, a voice. I felt like yeah. I was able to express myself. Like, I just, 
I felt less confined. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because I had to, you know, when I worked in politics, you have to represent an organization. Yeah. So whatever you do, whatever you say, yep. it's all for this other salary that you're getting paid for, you mm-hmm. know? And so um, I like the freedom of stand-up, especially. Yeah. And then learning improv was just a whole separate thing, you know? Right. I mean, I tend to be a good team player, but definitely improv was just like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. This is a whole other game, yeah. But gave you... but but. Got you to trust your instincts and your yeah and your, yeah oh for sure yeah. yeah it was like my first acting class sure right so I remember when I it was so it, I hadn't had like as much of a clearly defined career path or yeah. even found a career like you had but I remember in college so I went there I was playing sports I was on an athletic scholarship we get it you played football <laughs> Jesus Christ people love to hear it okay. Uh, and but then uh and then I was just taking like I was gonna maybe do like poli sci to be a lawyer. I yeah. just remember like hearing people say that. Yeah. Like you do yeah. poli sci and then go to law school or something. So I was kind of like starting towards that. And then uh I remember I did uh I made a, f- a friend on the on the team who was a theater arts major. Oh. And so and then he kind of convinced me, because we would joke around to try out for something, and then I tried out and like did it, and I was like uh oh, <laughs> this feels like it's you more, caught the bus. Yeah, yeah, it's like more what I want to do. Like, sure. it, but I wouldn't let myself fully do it even then. Like, I still kind of yeah stayed away. But I would do you know I would do more and more of it. But it was like you it was more like I just I do this and I like On it. The and side. I, yeah, and I definitely enjoy movies and are far more obsessed with movies than I am lawyering or anything else that I thought I wanted to do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just wouldn't let it be my identity for like a long time. It took a long time for some reason. Yeah, I feel like there's a whole thing about like athlete art kid, athlete theater kid kind of identity stuff that yes. like you have to always figure out if you're into athletics. You know what I mean? Like I feel like there's always this like divide. We. Yes. We know it. It al- and it always happens on this podcast because you'll hear people that played sports and then they had to decide if they were going to do the play right. or they were going to go and keep playing a sport. And it yeah. was like, you know, and it doesn't always have to happen then in high school, but like right. there is a divide of being um a uh, athletic person or like which I guess is like not I don't know if it's if theater feels a little bit more like of a cerebral thing and then, yeah. you know, um, and, and athletics is more of an active thing. So you feel like you have to make one choice over the other, but in life you don't. Yeah. No. Well, there's that. And there's also just like, you're like having like some kind of quote unquote career and like a normal job yeah. you know? or not yeah. normal, but just like a, like a, a more clearly defined career path. Like, Oh, you go and you get this advanced degree, which leads to this. And then totally. you get a, a job in this sector versus yeah. like, I'm going to risk it all on <laughs> yeah, showbiz yeah, yeah. or, you know, yeah. Just my face and my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, there, yeah, but you're right. I mean, there's all kinds of like, like a confluence of identity themes, yes. themes that come up and, you know, you either reconcile with it earlier or later, Yeah, you know, but event, if you do decide to do this at some point, you kind of have to make that decision. So yeah. I'm always interested in people. Oh, um, both are interesting. People that find it later, and also people that like, nope, from day one, I'm fucking sure. You know, like Jess McKenna or something who just like fucking loved to sing. Yeah, did mm-hmm. musicals, was in it, did right. it. You know, yeah. And then the ones that like, no, and, and I mean, part of that does come from a family who you see work all the time, mm-hmm. and you know, you have to pay your bills. You can't go into the arts. The arts totally. is not totally. You yeah. can't pay your bills with the arts. Yeah. Like, 
politics, your your family can be proud of you. Kind of, yeah. Like, kind even of. that was kind of like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it <laughs> wasn't right. like a traditional thing, but I said, look, I'm getting, like, I could show you can all show of these the, legit things yes. You can show the paycheck. Yes. You can show the work. Yeah. You the know, promotions. You can like, show the promotions. promotions. Yeah. You can't As opposed show that. to like, I got a lot of laughs. It was a bringer show, but yeah, it was yeah, still yeah, yeah. better. Like, it felt different on stage. Uh, yeah. You should have saw. You should have saw me during my five minutes. Yeah. you got to understand it's, that I've been working hours on. But you should have saw. I crushed for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I they, know you work for eighteen hours. Yeah, I crushed for five. And they're like, great. At least minutes. they paid you, right? You're like, yeah. well, no, not exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, I jumped on stage. Didn't know anything that was happening. Made something up for 20 minutes. What do you think? Yeah. And that's what I'm hoping to do for that's years. That's your job. That's yeah. your job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping to just make things up for years. Yeah. For free. Super funny in class. Not so much the class show, because the show environment changes. <laughs> class, I was great. You know? Ah, man, I wish the show was just class four. Uh, man, because, you know, when it was like, I jumped right, right into Zip Zap Zop, they asked me to tell a monologue. I told this great story. Yeah. We were really humming on that class four. Yeah. <laughs> man. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, so then you jump into that where now you're dealing with a new kind of stress. Yeah. Personal stress of your work yeah. and your art, art, um, artistry. I guess. So you're doing stand-up? So how, how So there's it... been there's some overlap be- of stand-up in like my last career, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. And then when did you, w- did you find at any point in this a, like a healthy return to like the gym and stuff or more time for the remember. gym? I'm trying to remember. Well, I mean, I guess I, I would love to just even get into what did you establish as your bottom i guess oh god oh yeah and and what and what does that mean and when did you establish that and and how does that feel um like is that a satisfying place that you just don't want to go below because you feel yeah. like that's a that feels like a good baseline for you yeah i would say um a little after it was a couple of years after that transition uh-huh um maybe 4 years ago now 5 years ago okay. oh gosh yeah, maybe five years ago, I had been doing stand-up, I'm like on year nine, I think. Uh-huh. So, and, I, and, and after a couple of years um, of leaving politics, I became self-employed, which is great because I was able to produce my own shows and do colleges, which is, I know, very blessed. Yeah. And so that took some of the stress off, but it also added the stress of like, I was like, trying to create my own platform so I could get work. Mm -hmm. And so that's like nonstop. It's like social media stuff. It's, you know, email lists. You're not getting paid for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not punching a time card anymore. It's You're bringing it with you all the time. Full entrepreneurship, you know, and then so much traveling. I would, you know, um, $500 gigs, a grand, whatever, like kind of, these are relatively smaller gigs for colleges. Now for stand-up in LA, that's like bigger, but like, it was like, how do I make a living, you know? Yeah. And you're, so... You're tetrising, like, yeah. your fucking, you know, your finances together with these yeah. gigs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and I realized there was the stress of that, but I was, like, happy because I was making a living. Right. Um, but I think uh, I was like, oh, I should probably work out. And in the middle of this, I was going through a breakup, which is great um, for fitness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Always a positive <laughs> move for fitness. But I have to say, though, because of that breakup five years ago, there was something about the breakup, about where I was at with you know all the stress and the hustle, where I was like, you know what? 
work is important. My ambitions are important, but I also care about my personal life and my, and my love life. And there was a little bit of a, of a reckoning of what that, a taking stock, mm-hmm. you know, of yeah, what yeah. I valued. And because of that, I literally had that moment where it, it was only since then, not before that, where I said, oh, I used to train really hard for volleyball. Yeah. I know how that feels. And I remember the numbers that we would use to like do reps or do weights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I know what we used to do. I'm not 20 anymore, but I know how to do that. Why can't I just do that? Right. You know what I mean? Like I literally, it's just this weird mindset that shifted uh-huh. where I was like, oh, I've done that before. So why can't I just do it? Right. You know? And so I just, my friend, he's, he's, he was running all the time. He had started running and he was trying to encourage me to go run. And then he was using this app. It was like run keeper or something. Sure. And he's like, I was like, shit, I'll just fucking join it. Let's see. And then they had these built in like running programs yeah. for free. Right. It was like some dumb weight loss or whatever. Yeah. And so I just signed up for it and I just fucking did it. And it was like every other day running. So I was ending up running like very proud of myself, like running like, you know, three miles in like 30 minutes. And like, it was like, great. It was like, that was like, wow, this isn't like, I'm not going to do three miles under eight minutes yeah, or whatever, like whatever we used to do in college or high school. I mean, that girl is so pissed at you now. (laughs) Cause she's running. 10 minute miles. She's running. 10 minute miles. This bitch. (laughs) She's, if you don't, if you look her up, she's running six minute miles right now doing like fucking Ironman. She's, she's fucking, like fucking queen. She's yeah, like, she's Jenny never Yang let it go. Fucking gave me the shit. Yeah. For that second mile. Poor Emily. Yeah. Oh, Emily. Oh, yeah. oh you know who exactly yeah. it is. Her nickname was lap adder. Yeah. She keep adding laps. <laughs> Oh my God. One more for Emily. (laughs) Thanks, Emily. (laughs) No, so it was good. I just ran and I like lost a bunch of weight and like just felt so fit. And and it was also, it was also coincided with a moment for me professionally doing this work where I said, oh fuck, I got to take this shit seriously in a certain way. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm like a size eight. I don't fucking care. Let's talk about it. Eight, ten. Let's talk about it. Um, you know, I was a chubby kid, so I always had this idea that I was like always curvier or rounder or bigger, especially in re- relation to my other Asian American female friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. are tiny. Sure. You know, and and then I'm like, and now I'm going to pursue entertainment where all they care about. I mean, not all they care about, but this is the voice in the sure, head. Sure, right? sure. All they care about is how you look. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, some empirical yeah. data that would show that that's a large part yeah. of what's going on out here. Yeah, and so and you know, still happening. It's still <laughs> happening. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not an ingenue. Yeah. I'm a comedian. That's fine. But also, like the parts that I go out for, you know, I'm competing with Nicole Byer for some reason, who is like happily makes a big part of her brand. You you know, fat and happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like too skinny to be fat, but too fat to be skinny, you know, in Hollywood. Yeah. I hear you. And so it's this like weird You'll moment. Fit the archetype that they're looking for. Right. Yeah. So, and it's fine. I, I think I just accepted. it. I was like, Oh, this is what this is. So let's not make it a big deal. Let's just work out anyway and see what happens. Sure. And see how that feels. And it was very empowering to just feel like, Oh, I just have, I have control over my fitness. Yeah. Does because, that make sense? Like, yes. cause like, even though right now I'm not say, where I was during that five years ago, it's still that mentality shift really mattered for me. That no matter what my weight is, no matter how I look, I know that I have a minimum sort of fitness level that I'm always going to like, the, there is a bottom. Your focus is to stay healthy. Yes. And that's no, what totally. the most, yeah. And that's what's the most important. Yes. There are people that are going to be, you know, 
pushing, like, especially in this business, pushing that they're one way or the other yeah. or being like incredibly fit or incredibly not fit or right. whatever it is. Um, and that's part of their brand or part of their personality. Yeah. But overall, there's a healthy way to handling it all. Yeah. And as long as you're at a healthy place for yourself mentally and physically, yeah. then that's the goal. I, I think even outside of show business, just if you're if you're maintaining like a like you're trying to maintain like a healthy lifestyle, it's going to go in varying degrees. Sure, yeah. you know, and so you know you have times where you're more dialed in and times totally. where you're not. But there's as long as you're always kind of you know keeping it in the uh, keeping it in your scope, the zone, the zone. You know, yeah. it's like yeah, sometimes oh yeah, I was really on a roll then for a while. That was great. <laughs> I had plenty of time to do it. Yeah, and then now I'm a little more busy, or I've like loosened up on food a little bit sure. totally. to tighten it back up and but you want to make sure that you at least keep or maintain a maintenance level right that yeah. you're, happy you're checking with. in with yourself too yeah hey yeah. i gotta make sure that i'm doing this at least a couple of days a week or focusing on my um nutrition to be like this most of the time totally and if you're doing that to stay healthy you're at a good place yeah i yeah. think if you i think sometimes too like loosening up a little bit, you can get yourself to an even more fit place yes. later. Yeah. If that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. Cause sometimes you can just like, you end up running on fumes. Over controlling you know? your situation. Right. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you like learn, you get smarter about things. You're yeah. like, Oh, I didn't even, I didn't need to be that hardcore. I actually am in better shape. Right. And you know, from taking that time off and then, making adjustments or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. Yeah. Did I lose you guys? No, not even close. No, totally. Yeah. But, but I mean, but then there's also nothing wrong with still setting goals within that. Like even with yeah. having the ma- not the minimum thing of going like, well, here's a new goal I do have. I know? do have a new goal. Oh yeah. So we wanted to talk about oh, this. Yes. Yes. Lay it out. Okay. So I decided that I want to give myself a long-term vision and that vision is to train so that I could be a Kung Fu comedy action star. That's okay. right. We love it. So what? So, uh, other than the thought of it, what what ha, what what is that going to entail? I started, you know, getting gathering information at this point uh, with from friends who have done martial arts more intensely, and they're uh-huh. like, just start stretching, just start stretching, stretching every oh, day okay. intensely. Uh, I need to get on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But that's the first step. First step, start stretching. <laughs> uh, definitely do some strength stuff. Um, and then some people, they're like, oh, if you want to just do it for camera, just like, you know, just take boxing. Because it's really just a lot of the handwork. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. But you want to be a comedy martial arts action star. Yes. Like, <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, so I grew up I, I grew up loving Stephen Chow. Yes. You know Stephen Chow, yeah, Kung, yeah, Fu Hustle, Kung Fu Hustle. Yes. God of uh, Gamblers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaolin Soccer. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. It's... Super broad Hong Kong comedy, yeah, but very and very they physical don't make out here. No, they don't. It's a very different type of. Yeah. Um, Prior to they that, copy a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. in small pieces in, in small other pieces, action but stuff, not, but like, not the full not deal. The full thing. Animation. There's a lot more of similarity. Yes. I think yeah. with some of the sort of slash. Yeah, the closest stuff. to it was Jackie Chan's movies for a while. Yes, where he would like it, you know something would land on his hand and he like wipe it. It's off a little like Three Stooges. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is great and funny yeah. and also impressive. Oh, my God. Yeah. Totally. So yeah. I grew up on that stuff, loving it. And I actually, for a hot second, took like had a Kung Fu master, Master Wong. I was like uh, doing work with like students and kids in Chinatown here in L.A. And we had like a community leader who taught 
fucking kung fu and we took it from him <laughs> and i like learned some shit which was dope but i was like who taught fucking kung fu <laughs> and i learned some shit <laughs> and i like tried to do the moves again i was like ooh, my knees are not as good anymore yeah but um but yeah so i think the idea is like i've never seen like truly a female like an asian female kung fu comedy person truly like I michelle yo they're all like fine ass like like the straight person yes. for a funny guy yeah, yeah, in those yeah. movies. And so I've never seen like a super funny, you know, woman do, right. do that kind of genre. As the yeah, star. As the star. Exactly. As the star. Yeah, yeah. There's always like maybe the like the, the one mom. with the big mole and like the, the flip flops. The mole and the, and the cigarette. Yeah, the cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Don't, curler's still in yes. and everything. Totally. Which is also a it's great a trope. character trope. Oh my God. And so funny, a badass. Well, it'll but it'll still to, be in there, but it'll be you. Yeah, let's not give the away star. the. Let's not give away. Let's not spoil a, a yeah, Stephen yeah, yeah. Chow movie. But that woman needs to have her own movie. Oh man, do you know what I'm saying? She does. That's yeah. funny. So, so yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of like a thing that I wanted to do a vision for myself that fits both my comedy goals as well as like my fitness goals. That is very compelling. That yeah. I like to kind of. Just as a just as a little project to kind of think about. You got to yeah. do it. So you got to. I would say start with your stretching, and then strength definitely strength. Strength, yeah. All, yeah. So and then while you're stretching, write the script for yourself. I know. I know. No, so, that's what I. Those are my goals. Yes. So then it's like then it's gonna happen, and you fucking got you got to be in shape when it comes time. I know. Yeah. Because I love from volleyball. I fucking love falling and shit. I'll fall right now. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's do it. Okay. Don't fall. Right okay. Up. Just okay. kidding. <laughs> She moved everything she in the moved, room, yeah. ready to fall, ready to fall. I don't know how she was going to fall. I guess it was just a pratfall. She moved everything out of the way. No, like that's what I loved about volleyball is the physicality. You're taking hitting shit. dives. Yeah, you're taking dives. You're hitting balls. Yeah. You know, all of that. Like getting out your aggression. And I think there is something, I think, analogous for me. Yeah. For sort of- oh, God, that would be amazing. Yeah, so I want to like do some boxing shit, and I don't know. That's that kicking. kind of that, especially on screen like that. You're you have to be so in your body, oh so my that God. would yeah. really like if you so have a, hot, you guys. To, <laughs> when I look at freaking kung fu people doing that shit oh, for, yeah. on on in movies, I'm like that is so dope. But and I and I am kind of uh, I love it, and I love martial arts films yeah. and blah blah blah, uh, absolutely. But I haven't seen enough. I've seen a lot of serious martial arts. Right. I just haven't seen enough of the Stephen Chow Chow stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've seen all of his stuff, but and there's not a, it doesn't keep going. That's the no. problem. No. It has He's to the only going. one. And He's then the there were one. some other people who did it, but they never crossed over. And no. They don't do it anymore. Chan did funny. I, I just rewatched Police Story. Yeah. Oh, and that wow. was like such a treat to watch. It yeah. was just like, what a fucking movie, man. Yeah. There's some, <laughs> some wild shit in there. But the comedy stuff yeah. plays great. It's the funnest part, you yeah. know? And then there's a... There's what what's neat about it in the action realm is there's a sense of vulnerability to it. Yeah. To where like uh, a lot of like especially like American action stars won't let themselves yes yes be vulnerable or goofy right. or you know make mistakes at all in their movies. But for comedy, that's all that's all yes. that is. But, that's all that is. Yeah. yeah. But the thing about you know the thing about like Shaolin Soccer and and like Kung Fu Hustle and stuff mm-hmm. is it's. Um, which is the same thing with all of real good comedy is yeah. people are good at their jobs. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And that's, it's not about it. that. And it's not about it. Like 
it's not I, it's they're the, not inept the, the it's just like issue funny that shit they're happens. gonna have yeah. with a with like american version of a kung fu hustle yeah. is that it'll be about being a martial artist and it's like no 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 it's about <sighs> the town yeah like it's not it's about playing soccer it's mm-hmm. like everybody just knows martial arts it's yes. in the same yeah. way it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like the that's the world that's the world totally oh good good point and no, i think totally. like instead people will go like no no it's, they're martial arts so we have to do the fights it's like no the fights will be good but then it's like that's part of the world it's the same way of like a difference between a comedy and like a drama it's like people just are telling jokes even though it's a breakup story yeah it's still a story it's still a story totally and I think it's just like throwing the martial arts in there Ugh. as part of the story. Like when it. people are getting mad at each other, they fight. How do they resolve? Yeah. How do they resolve it? Well, they're going to fucking grab chopsticks yeah. and they're going to fight with chopsticks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because <laughs> that shit is funny. Yeah. yeah. And cinematic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay, well, I guess I'm declaring that I'm writing yeah. this. Uh, writing it, you're starting with stretching. ASAP, stretching. And then you have yep. to, in Kung Fu is what you want to do. You got to find a Kung yeah, Fu master. I, I want to do boxing and Kung Fu. So it's just, I need, I want, I, I do want to, I do know some of the basic form, mm-hmm. fundamental form stuff, but yeah. I want to do more of that. So, Qigong is probably good for that too, because that's like a foundation of a lot of Kung Fu is yeah. the Qigong steps and the movement. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm 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 just kind of assessing right now, and I've like started to talk to some people about like, uh, you know, uh, gyms and stuff. Amazing. Because yeah. there's like a mix of different. It's weird. Like there's there's like super Chinesey ones in the San Gabriel Valley. I'm like, man, I should check that out. I don't yeah. know, you know. But it's like all for kids. And then there's like people who are doing like Muay Thai. Sure. You know, MMA stuff. I'm like, am I hanging out with them? I don't know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like a, just a different vibe. Yeah. I mean, but it's also just getting yourself in the physical shape to do it for yes. that. No, totally. You so I'm, I, that's how I'm trying to think of yeah. it right now is preparing myself for that. Yeah. yeah. I, think, yeah. I think get your bodies in the movements. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doing a lot and pursuing it in all these different places will help your writing process too. Just, you know, it's like, I hope you, so. yeah, just like listening to the right music when you're writing yeah. something or what, you know, whatever it is, yeah. just the physical, the physicality of doing it. Yeah. We'll put you in the right place to. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, we need I, to have I mean, you I'd come back it. so we can like on the podcast and you know in a couple of months and see what your how your progress. is Oh my going. god, you're gonna give me a, t- a deadline? Not <gasps> a deadline. Just no, I know a check in. A check in. Okay, this is good. This and is that, good and, because and now I'm you know I, I have my own time in. back now, yes. and so I got my own work to do. And I think the check in is also the baseline of you talking about this. So yeah. you know, just as long as we're on the same page as that, then. You know, I'd love that. It doesn't. Yeah, that's great. Um, oh, one thing that we do ask oh, yeah. is: Is there a um, to get motivated to exercise or run or do any of your physical activity? Are there songs that you that are on your oh. playlist that you're like, oh, this is a a good jam? Well, what, well, what a song you're listening to right now that you like? Or well, you know, an '80s song. I forgot sure. what it's called. It's called uh, uh, Sing it. I try to discover. A little something to make you know. Oh, baby, refrain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a little So. Oh, baby, please. I love A little respect. A little respect. Yes. That's what it is. It's like the cheesiest. We just had to get through it. We just had to get through it. The cheesiest 80s. You know, I also like. That's a great one. Yeah. And I like a little Dua Lipa. A little Dua Lipa. Wait, what's that? Uh, I I don't give a fuck and. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like one. I pick up the phone and la, 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 la. I forgot how it goes, but I'm not that. doing this to your podcast listeners, you guys. I love it. Those are great. Those are great. 
Yeah, it's so corny. That's a great song, but it pumps you up. It's a good beat. Yeah, I like that '80s cheap new wave. Yeah, yes. Oh, that's so awesome. Uh, well, cool. We have to have you back. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug right now or um, uh, how we can find you on social media and all that stuff? Social media for shows? Stuff? Yeah, I'm definitely working on more stand-up now, so um, I'll be doing a lot of shows around L.A. Go Great. to JennyYang.tv, J-N-N-Y-Y-A-N-G.tv, or Instagram and uh, Twitter at JennyYangTV. I'm always on. All right. Oh, you're plugged in. I love you're it. You're updating. You're yeah. posting. You're gramming. I'm gramming. Thank you for letting me be a jock and a poet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In this space. Yeah. And you're going to come back and, and an we'll, artist. we'll talk about uh, more stuff. Because uh, I would love to just talk about the actual movie, too. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Yo. So I'm an action movie freak. Yeah. I would, I'm dying to see this movie. I love action <laughs> I movies. I yeah. need to, I'm definitely been studying more action movies when uh, I started thinking uh, about so these. Good. Have you ever seen Kung Fu Hustle? Yeah. Of course. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, it's a fucking... And just like sports movies, like like, like the team overcoming or like, oh, you yeah. know, all of those genres, I love those. Do you have oh. a favorite one of those? Well, I, I, I forgot them because I feel like I watched them when I was a kid in the 80s. Yeah. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks is yeah, a banger. That's a banger. I rem- like, a it is... Banger. <laughs> it is... <laughs> It's wild how uh, young Emilio Estevez is when his hockey career ends and how much it affects him. Yeah. Wait, there is another He's like three years old and like he... (laughs) Fucking... He's done. He's done. Do you remember this rom-com that was for ice skating? It was this guy Uh, and this woman. The Cutting Edge. Yes. No, there's no way we both just remembered it. (laughs) Sure. Yo, I used to love The Cutting Edge. Topic. Topic. Yeah, because he's a hockey guy. They don't have those, and so yeah. he's not used to figure skating. He keeps yeah, fucking boy. face planting. But amazing. they're also falling in love. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. There's yeah. so much to do in that movie. Yeah, that's a great one. The cutting edge. We all know it. Uh, I tell you what. No matter when it's on, and no matter how many times I've seen it, Rudy always makes me cry. One hundred percent of the time. One hundred percent. Everyone talks time. about it. I have not seen it yet. Last year was the first time I saw it. Yeah, did I it get you? It. I need to watch it. Hard. God. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's gonna get me. Yeah, yeah. It's Rudy's really good. It's really watchable. You. Rudy is gonna get you. <laughs> Rudy is gonna get you. <laughs> yeah. Rudy is gonna get you. Uh, cool. Yeah. Remember the Titans is a fun yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like the slap shot and North Dallas sure. Forty, and you know, there's tons of great sports. Yeah, movies. I'm gonna be watching all of those. Friday yeah. Night Lights. Friday oh. Night Lights. Yeah. 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 Like the movie and the show is movie good. The, and show, the show, I was yeah. all about it, yeah. Really? Uh, but that's awesome. So you can find Jenny Yang at Jenny Yang TV. Yep. Everywhere. Everywhere. If you want to find us, the Dumbbells, you can do so at the Dumbbells on all social media platforms. If you want to email us, email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Oh. And... On behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the Dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Jenny Yang, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty, Be Clean, and Live in Between. That was a HeadGum Podcast.